The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads. Nothing beats a weekend away with the family in the great outdoors, whether it's camping, hiking, river rafting, or anything in between. With third-row seating, nobody is left out. The entire family can experience the thrill together, and nobody wants a dead phone. Available dual wireless charging pads make it so nobody gets stuck, and we can check our fantasy baseball teams together. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Now, here's Frank, Scott, and Chris. Just absolutely brutal news coming out on Monday as Fernando Tatis Jr. has a broken wrist and could miss up to three months. Welcome in to an unfortunate emergency edition of Fantasy Baseball today on March 14th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Chris Towers here to break down a massive injury that really changes a lot in fantasy baseball. So again, Fernando Tatis, fractured left wrist. He could require surgery, which would force him to miss up to three months, which, look, it just absolutely sucks. Like, no way you look at this like it's it's brutal. It's one of the best athletes in the world, one of the best baseball players in the world. Uh, last season, uh, Fernando Tatis hit 282, 42 homers, 25 steals in just 130 games. He finishes the fifth overall player uh, and averaged 4.0 fantasy points per game. That was tied for the best with Vladimir Guerrero. AJ Preller said that this injury occurred early in the offseason and flared back up when Tatis began to swing a few weeks ago. The latest news is that Tatis is undecided on surgery. Uh, normal fracture healing, what I saw, is six to eight weeks. Uh, and of course, if the surgery is needed, he could miss two to three months. Chris, your initial reaction here on Fernando Tatis. How far do you plan to lower him in the shortstop ranks? And when can we realistically look to draft him in our fantasy drafts? I mean, in a lot of ways, those are impossible questions to ask and answer. And I, I know that's our job, so I'll, I'll try to. But really, even with the the acknowledgement that like we don't know what the timetable is exactly, even if he doesn't have surgery, it's not like you can just say, oh, well, then he'll be back by the middle of May. Because not having surgery presumably would mean an increased chance of re-injury moving forward. And so perhaps an increased chance of underperformance. And so there, there's so many factors that go into this, but my initial reaction is to move him down outside of the top 12 at shortstop, but just barely. I mean, we're, we're not talking about like a, a massive drop. I, I've moved him, I think you and I are pretty much on the same page here, to 16th in Roto between Willie Adamas and Jake Cronenworth. Uh, 115th overall is my initial Reaction, but the the tough thing about it is, you don't get a zero for Fernando Tatis's roster spot. Like you don't. It's not like you just if you draft him with your tenth round pick, you're just going to get a zero for the first two months of the season or three months of the season, however long he might be out. You're going to get something from that spot, and there is no shortage of intriguing options that you could take in the later rounds to fill out you know, the first month or two or three of the, of the season, you know, you could get Luisa Rios, someone that we all really like, or aim for upside with Brendan Rogers or Glaber Torres or O'Neill Cruz. You could combine O'Neill Cruz and Fernando Tatis and potentially get a monster season 
Or you could even go cheaper than that, someone much less exciting, and take like Brandon Crawford. I looked up uh, the Bat X projections for Fernando Tatis if you gave him 100 games and Brandon Crawford if you gave him 40. And it came out to a 278 batting average, 37 homers, 95 runs, 95 RBI, and 19 steals. I mean, if you got that out of your shortstop position over the course of a full season, you've probably got one of the better shortstop positions. You know, that that's that's probably gonna be around it around what Bo Bichette does or Marcus Simi. Like it's it's a really tough situation. It makes drafting Fernando Tatis really difficult. It makes the fact that I took him over Juan Soto in the Tout Wars OBP league look really, really bad. But it's not a not necessarily a season killer if you've already drafted him because shortstop does have depth that you can replace him with. Yeah, I just think it's so tough, Chris. I get what you're saying. Like, There might be a buying opportunity here, which sounds very weird because, again, I mean, the shoulder coming off last year, now this wrist injury, yeah. there's a lot of risk, like no doubt about it when it comes to Tatis. And I think most people, they're not going to, they're probably going to shy away from drafting him just because, uh, you know, having to wait that long, even though you're yeah. getting production, it's like a, a mental block. Like I'm, I still have to wait so long to get something out of this player that I think he's probably going to slip too far. But based on your logic and how deep shortstop is, you're right. I mean, this could turn out to be a buying opportunity where if you get a hundred games out of Tatis plus whatever waiver wire production, it still might be worth drafting him, you know, earlier than we're saying, like maybe yeah. inside of the top 100. So it, it also depends on your league because like in a in an FBC league where you don't have IL spots, right. especially in those like 15 team leagues that are deeper and you're talking about going 450 players into the player pool before you get to the waiver wire, it's going to be a lot more difficult because then you're probably talking about Fernando Tatis plus Ahmed Rosario or Isaiah Kiner-Falefa or someone like Didi Gregorius. Then, then it's like... Okay, no, I probably can't do this because that's just a dead roster spot for three months. In addition to the many injuries that you're going to have to deal with over the course of those three months and presumably over the course of the next few weeks. So it really depends on the league format that you're playing in, whether you have IL spots, you know, all those things will go into whether it's worth taking a shot on him in the top, you know, 120 or whether you probably need to let him fall further in a deeper league with no IL spots, especially. I don't think you can take him inside of the top 150. Yeah, I saw Rudy Gamble, really smart player. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, at Rudy Gamble. He uh, said that he docked Tatis 75 games because of the wrist injury, and now the projections are uh, spitting Tatis out at 155th overall, and that's for 15-team leagues. So that's, again, more so for those who play in deeper leagues. But uh, in shallower formats, in a head-to-head points league where you only start one shortstop, three outfielders, there's no middle infield spot, uh, there's, you know, again, there's only three outfield spots, you know, you can afford to take that risk, especially if you have an IL spot, because the replacement value, the waiver wire, is going to be much better. Uh, I guess the first overall pick now, Chris, and a roto slash categories league is a very clearly Trey Turner, and then in a points league, it's Juan Soto. is probably Juan Soto anyway in that format. For me, I basically have the the top of Roto drafts. It's Turner, Soto, and Vlad Jr. are all $41 players for me. So it's kind of whichever one you prefer, whichever team build you want to go with. Vlad will give you the power and the run production. Soto, just kind of all-around excellence. And Turner, 
obviously the the stolen bases in addition to being a very good hitter. So I think you can go any any way, but yeah, Trey Turner will be the the most likely number one pick in, in Roto drafts moving forward. And speaking of drafts, we actually have a live mock draft coming up later tonight. And I can't think of a better time to do a draft because now we get to see, you know, in real time, really, where names like Fernando Tatis and Zach Wheeler get drafted now with all of this injury information coming out. So, uh, yeah, Ronald Acuna as well. So make sure you are tuned in. We're going to go live on the YouTube channel around 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's YouTube.com slash Fantasy Baseball Today. Of course, we'll turn it into podcasts as well if that's how you like to consume. Uh, so uh, just a heads up. We got a fun mock draft coming up later on. I guess, you know, how does this affect the San Diego Padres? Again, I mean, this is just a massive loss for them. It appears as of now, ha Sung Kim will take over as the starting shortstop. Of course, they could still make a move. They can choose to sign someone or go out and make a trade. Saw some people in the chat talking about C.J. Abrams, who's one of the top prospects in the organization. I just don't think that he's close to ready, Chris. And uh, I, they're not going to rush him because of this injury. So, I mean, they're, they're, they have a timeline in mind. And, you know, they're going to bring C.J. Abrams along slowly. If they don't make a move, though, it looks like ha Sung Kim will be the starting shortstop for now. Yeah, and, and this is a team that has flexibility in terms of, you know, Jerks and Profar can play, play a lot of different positions. Hassan Kim can play a lot of different positions. Jake Cronenworth can play a lot of positions. And they've been strongly linked to uh, Japanese outfielder Seiya Suzuki in recent days. That's kind of the only team that's like been concretely linked to, to him. They um, He worked out for them at Petco Park the other day, and he's been like traveling with Yu Darvish in the United States. So... You know, they could end up with him and that that's another added wrinkle for this offense. Um, I would guess, yeah, we'll see Hassan Kim playing every day. We'll see Jerks and Profar playing every day. And I don't know, Kim, <clears throat> Kim isn't totally without appeal. He just wasn't very good in his major league debut. He was actually pretty terrible. 622 OPS um, struck out too much, didn't walk much, didn't make a lot of good contact. But there is some like power and speed there. And if he played every day, Ha Sung Kim could be a a 15-15 guy, especially if he can get the strikeouts, you know, under 20%. He was at 24% last season, so that's asking a lot. But, you know, it's not inconceivable that he could be an intriguing fantasy option in a roto league, especially deeper. So someone to keep in mind. Um I don't have much interest in uh, Jerickson Profar, though I guess you could see a, a somewhat similar outcome for him if things go right. It's just he's been pretty bad to out of the last three seasons, so I'm not expecting much there. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see what the rest of the team looks like. I, I doesn't sound like they're done. Suzuki seems like an obvious addition, but there's also been rumors that they're shopping Eric Cosmer and Will Myers. So um, they're they're not done, and I would guess this injury probably makes it more likely that they take aggressive steps. C.J. Abrams, super talented, 20-year-old, but he's played 76 games in the uh, in organized ball. He's been good, 927 OPS, but only 42 games at AA last season. Yeah, This is a team that has been very aggressive when it comes to promoting their top prospects. Remember, Chris Paddock and Fernando Tatis were surprise additions to the opening day roster three seasons ago, but um, I wouldn't think we'll see... C.J. Abrams to start the season unless he just has a ridiculous training, uh, spring training. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe there's a chance we see him in season, but at that yeah. point, Fernando Tatis could be back. So it's like, are they really going to rush him? I, I don't I don't think it makes a lot of sense there. Hassan Kim, as you mentioned, last season had eight homers and six steals in 298 plate appearances. So again, for those in deeper leagues, he does have triple eligibility on CBS, mm-hmm. second base, third base, and shortstop. So for those in the deepest leagues, Probably lower batting average, but you know maybe you get 12 homer, 12 steals, something like that out of uh, Ha Sung Kim. All right, again, Fernando Tatis dealing with a fractured left wrist, mulling surgery right now. If he does have it, could miss up to three months. You know, massive blow here in fantasy baseball. Uh, Chris sounds like he's moving him behind Willie Adamas, so just outside the top 100 picks overall. And again, we got a, ma- a mock draft coming up later tonight. Let's see where Fernando Tatis goes in that one. We're gonna wrap there for Chris. I am Frank. Thank you all for listening and watching this emergency edition of fantasy baseball today we'll be back again later bye robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.